All right, Brad, we are back. And I don't want to spoil it for everybody in case yeah. they haven't heard, but the lockout is still ongoing. <laughs> I thought you had like big fun news. <laughs> I got super excited. I was like, oh, what did I miss? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't miss anything. <laughs> lockout is still happening. I guess Ken Rosenthal was being too mean to Manafred and got fired by yeah. the Major League Baseball Network. Yeah, so he's off MLB Network, uh, Ken Rosenthal. Uh, Andrew Baggerly, Baggerly came to his um, his defense to basically say, you know, he's a great guy, everything else. Um, oh, seven minutes ago, Ken Rosenthal tweeted, yes. uh, can confirm MLB Network has decided not to bring you back. Grateful for the more than 12 years I spent there and my enduring friendships. Um, who knows if it's really because of Manfred, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he, he he wasn't on there a whole lot. He wasn't on MLB Network. He's a Fox guy. Yeah. I mean, so he's always on the Fox Saturday games and everything else and the, and the World Series. You see him, you know, Mr. Bowtie um, everywhere. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I love MLB Network. Um, or should I say I used to love MLB Network. I kind of... I feel like the NFL network in terms of covering a sport and being what a channel mm -hmm. um, that covers a single sport uh, should do um, has far surpassed MLB network. Um, I want MLB network to be better instead of right now. It just kind of feels like it is uh, here's five players who are really good in center field. Let's debate this for the next hour. Who's the best? <laughs> yes. it's, a, I mean, come so it's a very listy network. Lots it of lists. It is. And I get you tired. Know, I, I got this weird shadow here. Let me see if I can fix Dude, that. Hold no. on. I don't know. I don't think it's weird. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, the whole thing with MLB Network, I think I, I used to really love MLB no, Central, which is the morning show. And uh -huh. was, that That's really still kind of fun to watch. Uh, D-Row is great. Uh, just everybody on there is really fun. Al Leiter. Um, but but I think as soon as you get past that and you, I mean, take them or leave them, love them or hate them, Mad Dog's on after <laughs> MLB Central, which is a little <laughs> tough sometimes. As soon as he gets that, <laughs> my wife's like, are you going to watch this? <laughs> I'll turn it off. It's fine. <laughs> I'll put on the headphones or something. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, I think they're probably, I don't know. Ken Rosenthal is probably better off without them. I think um, great writer. We get him on the athletic. So yeah, he has enough jobs. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be yeah, fine. He's got enough yeah. going on. He's yeah. right. <laughs> um, so what, what are we going to do on this show today? So t basically we're going to talk a little bit about our own personal resolutions here. We'll talk about the uh, the drink that we're having, um, and it's kind of interesting because there, there's still this debate on whether Barry Bonds gets in the Hall of Fame or not. And depending on the data that you have, some people are like, oh, "Might happen," and some people are like, "Ah, no way. He's there's no way he's going to make it." So right. we'll kind of check in uh, with that debate there, and then this was a, a, a Brad idea here. We're going to take sometimes I have ideas, <laughs> not, not very often. <laughs> we're going to take three players on the Giants team and we're going to do their resolutions at, you know, sort of what we want for them for the year 2022. That's actually yeah. 2022. I can't, I still hasn't, still time. doesn't roll off the. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about kind of our own thing and the reason why i wanted to talk about sort of you know because people like little life hacks right they like to know what others are doing and to gain a little bit of wisdom and so i decided i was like oh, you know we should do that so my main like one of the things that that i'm going to do this year and it sort of pertains to this podcast which is i have a buddy uh, he, uh, his name is Ben Cruz. He's produced podcasts over the years. Uh, I worked with him at, uh, when I was at blue wire, he really helped me learn how to produce shows. And he and I hooked up and, and hung out for the first time in forever, like, Oh, probably about two years almost. And we just were shooting the stuff. We're like, man, like, you know, we can, we can do some stuff like, you know, we, we need to be creative and see what's out there for us. And, you know, there's some possibilities that we could do some creative things together, collaborate with people. We were just like, you know what? 
I think we want to go and just kind of utilize our networks and reach out to folks. And so um, a guy who's been on this show before, his name is Darren Chan. He's the audio engineer for the San Francisco Giants radio broadcast. I reached out to him and I was like, hey, man, kind of just want to take you out to lunch and pick your brain. He's like, I'm in. And so I think Ben and I are going to do that just with people in our networks, you know, when it comes to podcasting. I don't know why my side is like breaking up so much, but um, I'm I'm sure it'll clear up. And and so we just decided like that's one of the things we're going to do because we want to learn from people who are in sort of the business. And it doesn't even have to be in the business of podcasting. It could just be in the business of sports media or something kind of interesting. And, And so the idea is to just pick brains and reach out to people and collaborate and share those ideas with others. If, you know, if, if something can help this podcast that I learned from a conversation with Darren Chen, and I also told him I want him back on this show. So me and you oh, can talk oh, yeah. to him about his, how the 2021 season was. Cause he's a gigantic giants fan as well as the audio engineer. So that is one of my things that I'm going to do. The other one is also slightly related to this podcast and it's because Brad and I do a little thing called, oh, you know, what what are, what are you drinking today while we're doing this show? <laughs> and one of the things that uh, my wife was like, you know, I think we need, I think I need, she didn't force this on me. She's like, I need a dry January. I just need to sort of recalibrate my body. And, you know, I was going to ask you about that because I hear <laughs> about that from a lot of people. I don't yeah. know what the hell that is. <laughs> I, I don't know what a dry any. No, I'm kidding. I, I know, but I was going to ask if you guys do that so i told her i said look you know i it's easier for couples to do things together Mm -hmm. and i told her i go you know i'm in with you with the exception of one day every week (laughs) which is the day that we do this podcast and i said you know i'm gonna do this you know brad and i like to do that so out every other day of the week for the next month though we're uh you know we'll we'll be dry she know she's a wine drinker and i like drinking wine with her as well but yeah, we're just going to cut it out. And you know, the thing that it helps out most with, because I don't know if, you know, we've talked about our Apple watches before, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you use any of the sleep apps, but I when do. you pull the alcohol out of your system, the deep sleep numbers look a lot better because you're not constantly kind of like waking your, your body's not just waking you up constantly. Yeah. I mean, we don't really, we're not really cognizant of it, but right. it's really harder to get into that deep sleep when you, when you are, uh, when you do have alcohol in your system. So that is one of the benefits um, is, is we'll get better deep sleep and be a little bit more rested. But yeah, that's the, that's the other thing that, that we're going to do. So what are, uh, what are, what are you doing? Anything, any goals, any small goals that you have? Well, just talking about that real quick too. So this, this is actually my first drink of 2022. There we go. Um, if, well, I don't know. I might've sipped bourbon after midnight. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. You stay up. We do. Yeah, we do. Oh, stay nice. The 15 year old stays up till one o'clock in the morning anyways. So this <laughs> was not a problem for her. Uh, the rest of us were kind of like, mm, yeah, we're getting there. It's almost midnight. Um, but we do have on New Year's Eve, we have a game fest. So we bring out like all the board games and card games and all the f- games that we have put names and hats, uh, pull out a name and then that person gets to choose a game and we do that game. And then we just kind of keep going through until we played like 20 games or something. We start at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, but yeah, so this is my first drink. And, and the same thing, I, I, I have a sleep number bed. So that also has um, a, uh, I guess, kind of like a, you know, like the Apple Watch. It's got the, uh, the statistics on it. It does your heart rate and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, so, I, so I have the two. So I have the Apple Watch that I check everything on as well as the bed. Um, and I haven't had, you know, any alcohol since New Year's Eve. But last night was my worst night of sleep. But also the kids started school today. It was yes. extremely windy last night. We had 60 mile an hour gusts. Um, so I'm probably rolling around in bed and I don't even know it. Yeah. Um, so, but, but yeah, I, I do know what you mean. And I am kind of cutting a little bit back too. And it's more, um, it, it gets expensive, yes. number one. Um, but number two, it's, it's also the beer is very filling. Um, it's easier for me to drink beer during the summer because I'm doing more, we're more active. You're on a bike, you're, you know, taking hikes, Mm -hmm. camping, all that. If I drink beer during the winter, 
it just kind of sticks around. Yeah. Um, so I kind of figure what I'll do is have like a half a glass of wine each night or an ounce of bourbon, one or the other. And then, you know, I'll mix in a beer every now and then. Um, but instead of having a, a beer a night and you're looking at 300 to 400 calories every night of extra, that, that's quite a bit. So, And I'm getting Denise on board. I think she's going to buy an Apple Watch. Oh, nice. And so I think we're going to get to do Apple Fitness Plus together. We do it together now, um, but she doesn't get the statistics for it right, or anything right. like that. And she's kind of getting interested in that. So I think uh, uh, I kind of I have a way to do it because I have the 40 millimeter SE. I really wanted the 44 and I didn't buy it. Now I'm mm-hmm. thinking myself because I'm so blind that I could use the 44. So I think I'm going to buy the 44, kick down the 40 to her, and she's totally fine with the 40. So I'm just, you know, when you're old, you get more benefits. That's just the way it works. <laughs> but so my resolution, I don't use, so I don't do resolutions really um, because I always just try to kind of find ways to, like, if it's, I don't know, August 5th, I decide, you know what, I'm going to do this from now on. I'm, I'm changing. I can't do this anymore. I need to start doing this or this is what I want to do. So I do it all year long. Um, but what I do around the first of the year is I start looking at organizational things. Um, what can I do to get organized? Because if mm-hmm. I'm not organized, I'm anxious. Uh, things are totally thrown off. You know me, I'm a huge, huge music guy. I know you, you're also a huge music guy. We're old, we're old school. We love physical music, CDs. Um, but you moved away from physical CDs yes. a, a while ago. Yes. And I always thought, I cannot do that. Well, Garrett, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> it's time. It's time to move away from physical. I, I've gone a couple of years without even touching a CD. So yeah. I figured it's time. Because look, look look at this. I've got four of these. Okay. This, <laughs> this is my prop. Oh, God, it's so heavy. I'm going to drop it. But look, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got four of these things. I don't need this anymore in my house. Um, they take up space. And then the empty jewel cases are in boxes, you know, the big Rubbermaid boxes in the garage taking space. I could use that space for so many other cool things um, or even just have empty space for the future when you need it. So what I'm going to do is actually go through all of these folders. I probably have 800 to 1,000 CDs. I'm going to go through, I, I will never get rid of Sinatra CDs. I will never get rid of Van Halen CDs, but there's other stuff in here that I'll flip through and just be like, I, you know, I don't need this. And then, so yeah. I'll go ahead and take it to a store make some money off of it. Turn around by vinyl. Vinyl is different. Different. You got to have the vinyl totally different. Uh, I have space for that. I have, I have little niches for that. So I'll hang on to that. And then we're also, while we're doing that, uh, my wife has informed me that we are going to go through our DVD collection, watch the DVDs. If it's a movie we will never watch again, but it's cool. We enjoyed it. Then it'll go away. If it's something you can't replace or whatever, then maybe we hang on to it. So, yeah. so that's kind of my resolution. It's an organizational thing, and that's kind of where I go with those. I have two of those books, like you were saying, yeah. but I stopped buying CDs, I would say 2000. 15 or 16 is my guess. Yeah. Um, and so I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't grow that, but I'm assuming you have all of those CDs burned or you're going to somehow figure out a way to turn them in MP3s at some point. Like I do. And we also have Apple music, you know, we have Apple music subscription. We also have Amazon music subscription. If there's anything in here that I cannot replace, if I go to Amazon or wherever and I look for that CD and I can't replace it or it's a hundred dollars on the web, yeah. I, I won't get rid of it. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm going to keep it. Um, but I have ripped everything in Apple's lossless format uh-huh. and I do have it all on a cloud server. Got it. So if for, and, and then what I'll do after I get rid of these is I will go through, I'm probably boring the crap out of everyone. <laughs> I'm going to go through, unless you're an organizational head like me. Well, or an like, audio file yeah. who is just like, I can't believe like you're just going to use this digital format. Cause that's all I heard was like all the music heads were like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, but still like I'm yeah. listening to everything in a phone now. Yeah, and and we don't even we bought a new car last year, a, a new Outback, and it 
doesn't even have a CD player. So <laughs> I, it's, you know, it's in, and I can listen to anything I want anytime by saying, Hey, you know, play this <laughs> and you can hear it. So I'll go through all of that once I'm gotten rid of the CDs and then clear that out too, to even have more space on the cloud drive space as you see, is the common denominator in all of this. Mm -hmm. I like to have extra space. I don't like to have extra stuff. So yeah. that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. All right. Before we move on, I do have my little Warriors Tumblr yes. thing here. Um, because we are not drinking as much, I didn't buy any new alcohol. So I... I'm well, just can, sort of. You can come over here. And, uh, <laughs> I got, I got plenty for you. <laughs> well, I'm just kind of, I just trying to get through everything that I have, you know, on these for these Mondays. Yeah. And what I do have a lot is I have a giant bottle of Jack Daniels because <laughs> I only drink Jack Daniels when I'm mixing with soda or diet soda. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to get through this entire jug of Jack Daniels. So. Little bit of uh, Zevia creamy root beer and nice. Jack Daniels in here. This oh, that's perfect. My, yeah. I was wondering the other night, I had, I was going to do a slug of bourbon and I was like, I wonder if I mix it with the cream soda, the Zevia cream soda. I wonder if that's any good. Is it good? So, <laughs> root beer. Yeah. I can do the root beer. Now, the cream okay. soda is a little bit different. If you are a fan of cream soda, I'm sure it's really good. I'm not, I'm not a giant fan of cream soda. Yeah. But um but yeah, the creamy root beer is good. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give that a shot. Um, but yeah, I, I so sticking with the music theme. Uh we've talked about it before, I think once or twice on this podcast, but my favorite album of all time is not a Sinatra album. It's not a it's not a Van Halen album. It's not even a Jimmy Buffett album. Um it Those is are my three guesses, by the way. I, I was, I was like, say. what's what's number four? I have no idea what number, number four is. Oh, and I have it now. I have two copies of it vinyl down here, but I, I won't pull it out. But Paul Simon's Graceland okay. is my favorite album of all time. This this beer is fantastic. It's called You Can Call Me Hazy. And it's got a dog version of Chevy Chase and Paul Simon from the music video on it. Uh, this is from Lead Dog Brewing here in Sparks. It's a high, hazy IPA, 12-ounce can. Um, I love that they go with music themes every now and then. Um, again, one of my favorite songs of all time, one of my favorite albums of all time, which a lot of people, when I tell them that, they go, really? That's your favorite album? <laughs> I mean, you know, it won a Grammy. It was album of the year. and and like, wasn't was, it? Didn't it like win album of the year like two times in a row or something like no, that? No, it just won the one year, but okay. um, I think it might have been a, like, uh, you can call me Al's song of the year. And, right. Uh, I right, mean, it's right. just, when you listen to it forward to back all the way through, it is just, it's got the, the African beat tinge to it. He was experimenting. Um, he's even said like my lyrics on that don't mean anything. Everybody <laughs> keeps going deep into it. What does this song mean? He goes, I don't know. I just, so it's fun to sing because it's all kind of nonsense fun, Yeah, but the music is just phenomenal. So, and this is a great beer, nice, nice, hazy, juicy. Again, I can feel the calories going in and then tomorrow <laughs> I will work them off. <laughs> all right. So let's play uh, our intro and we'll hit the uh, rest of the show here. Bedrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have built on in. The Giants have won the pennant. All right, so let's talk about Barry Lamar Bonds. Yeah. So this was just posted to the McCovey Chronicles earlier today. It says, uh, written by author Sammy Higgins. Sammy says that the Hall of Fame balloting, all the ballots were due on December 31st. So no new ballots can come in. And according to Ryan Thibodeau's vote tracker, Early votes have favored Bonds, who currently has the second highest number of votes behind Big Poppy, and is currently on 80.2% of the ballots received thus far. However, only 30.9% of the ballots are known at this point. So, with 30% of the ballots in, Bonds is 5% over what he would need to qualify for the Hall of Fame. 
75% of the vote is what he needs. And so thus, uh, he would need, uh, out of the 294 votes that he would need to make the Hall of Fame, there's about 197 more that he would need on the rest of the ballots, which would be an average of 72% of the remaining ballots. So probably I can't imagine he gets in only because of a lot of the, uh, a lot of the negativity that the era still gets while voting for big poppy, by the way. Um, And um, (laughs) you know, the guess according to uh, Taylor Worth of NBC Sports Bay Area, is that Bonds' early favorability is likely due to the fact that younger voters tend to send their ballots in early and are more favorable towards Bonds in general. So that is, uh, you know, the thing is, is, you know, we won't know until another, another three weeks. So the 25th is when we will find out if Barry makes it. I mean, I think we're all sort of rooting for the guy. You know, if you're a Giants fan, there are still some people who who've held out. I mean, I know that, you know, I'm sure the way that you feel about it now is a little bit different than, you know, you felt about it when he retired. And I think a lot of that has changed for others, too, because of just the idea that, man, there's got to be guys who are we're choosing who are already in the Hall of Fame. So uh, we'll see. Good luck to, to Bonds. And, you know, you know, it's going to be sad as uh Lincecum's not even going to get his 10%. He's going to be off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, and then, you know, that's the thing with Bonds. Going back in the day, I was always kind of like, oh, he juiced, you know, he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. Um, Still loved watching him hit. uh, Still one of our favorite players as a Giants fan. Uh, But I think you kind of have to get past that at this point, especially because Keith Law uh, had an article in The Athletic, and uh, it was just kind of funny you know, I like his writing and everything else. And I, I, yeah, again, I think Keith Law is one of those guys. He, he can be, you can enjoy him. You could not enjoy him. It's, I, he's a, he's a little bit of like a negative guy sometimes. He, he is. But the funny thing is he voted for Bonds. Yes. And, and A-Rod. And A-Rod. And he did say, he said, there's a good chance we don't see anyone elected by the writers again this year, which is a mild embarrassment given the number of qualified players still on the ballot. With one no-doubter coming in the ballot next year and Carlos Beltran, we shouldn't have another shutout in 2023 at least. That, that to me is kind of a weird paragraph because... Carlos Beltran was caught cheating <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah. with the Astros. Yeah. And then he stepped down as manager of the Mets after he was hired because of the cheating scandal. So again, you kind of have to look at this whole thing and say, well, it's the same thing as Bonds. How long was he doing it for? Uh, When did he start? What numbers did it affect? But if he's a surefire Hall of Famer next year, one, again, Gaylord Perry, one kind of cheating is okay. Gaylord Perry's laughing right now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. One kind of cheating is okay. One kind of cheating is not okay. I don't quite understand. Um, If Bonds doesn't get in this year and Beltran gets in next year, you have to just start looking at the Baseball Hall of Fame as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. You know, it's just, who who's your favorite guy? I don't know. Who do the writers get along with? Um, Who do they like? Who doesn't spit in your face? I want to, you know, I'm going to vote for that guy. It's, it's, you kind of start to look at it as like, what a joke, Uh, but uh, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. By the way, I'm also sipping on. Uh, I was going to say, you got bone broth. Ooh, look at you! At the same time, I'm on a bone broth kick. I, I, I mean, I, I really enjoy it, so I've been drinking it for a while. Is that like but caveman I'm, stuff? I don't even know what bone broth is. What is that? It's it's uh, it's you know broth, but they grind up the animal bones, so you get a little gelatin in there okay. for the real stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. the reason why I'm on the kick is because. Um, I've been drinking, uh, having a little bit of apple cider vinegar as a a, kind of like a health thing. Like I've been reading that um, it really stabilizes the insulin in your body. You know, Mm -hmm. you eat insulin goes crazy kind of and the apple cider vinegar kind of makes it chill out a little bit. So I've been, I've been, and and so I, I just add it to my bone broth and I add a little cayenne pepper and it's, it's really tasty. So So I'm I'm like double fisting here. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, 
I've got Jack I've Daniels got, bone broth. I've got H2O somewhere around. I can't <laughs> find it. It's it's in well, this beer right here is six percent alcohol, so this is ninety-four percent water. Um but I to go along with a little bit more of the old man stuff, because everybody likes hearing about our medical issues. Um <laughs> I have digestion problems. I have the exact opposite of why you take like Zantac and stuff like that. I don't overproduce acid. I underproduce acid. Oh, wow. So if I have a big meal, uh, I will take two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. Uh-huh. Uh, the the mothers, I think. Yeah. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Brags or whatever. Yeah, brags. Yeah. yeah. So I'll shake that up. Two ounces or two uh, tablespoons, in, just some water, take a straw suck that down and then my digestion is good that night oh yeah. there you it's go. a weird it's a weird like i just uh, all, i don't produce enough all these little hacks me. that we create yeah interesting when you get old you learn how to figure things out <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to our giant resolutions yeah the brad uh, the idea that brad had earlier uh that we're going to go with for today um, so who do you want to go with first? Because I will give you, we'll, we'll go back and forth, but I'll give you the first chance here for the right. first guy. So I am <clears throat> Mike Yastrzemski. Don't ask me how to spell my name. Uh, cause I don't know how I always have to look it up. I have a couple of resolutions. I have four pretty simple resolutions. Number one is I will never, ever have that mustache again. Um, this this year, I will not. I mean, for the, for the folks not watching the video, the photo that we're using for Yastrzemski is one of a mustache, yes. and he's in a he's in the orange Giants jersey, and he's got the little soul patch going on too. Yeah. But, you know, there, there are some people who actually look pretty decent with a mustache, not. Mike Yastrzemski. No, I, I no. Again, I am Mike. Is my I'm Mike Yastrzemski. I have a pretty face. I don't want to ruin it with a mustache ever again. I heard the fans. That will not be happening. That's my first resolution. Resolution number two. I will hit closer to my lifetime 270 average instead of hitting in the 220s like I did last year. Um, I will also resolve to stay a defensive wizard in right field or center field, uh, wherever Cap decides to put me. Possibly left field this year. We don't know because uh, the lockout is still happening and we don't have any other outfielders right now. Yeah. <laughs> I will also get my walk percentage up. Uh, in 2019, my walk percentage was 7.8%. It jumped to a fantastic 13.3% in 2020, where I was you know, in the MVP running in the national league in the shortened season. And then 2021, it dropped down to 9.6. I resolve that. I think I can get that back up closer to 11 or 12. Uh, that's going to help with my average. That's going to help with run production. Uh, and those are my resolutions as Mike Yastrzemski. All right. So people are probably not too surprised to see <laughs> One of the players that I decided and, to And choose. I didn't take that player because I knew <laughs> you were going to take that player. Okay, so if I'm Brandon Belt, I have two resolutions for myself. The first one is to figure out if somebody has put some sort of, like, hex on me. <laughs> I need to figure out how to reverse that. Like, I need to find like a witch doctor. I need to find somebody who can reverse the bad luck that I have with these injuries that don't seem to be the result of like um, a hand, like a like a bad hamstring pull from overexertion. Like, it's like no. I get drilled on the side of the head in Poor like guy. infield practice, like those types of injuries. And then I'm not making fun of that. Cause that sounds yeah, yeah. horrific to no. have to deal with, but it's you catch, bad you catch all the weird stuff. Yeah. It's these bad luck injuries that belt has had to deal with. So I, what, what maybe he has to like, like beg for forgiveness. Maybe he did something as a kid. Like maybe he said, F you Joe boo <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Drank his rum. And he needs to figure out how to reverse that. So th that's yeah. the first one. The second one and the more serious one is as he gets a little bit older, he is now, I believe he is in his mid-30s. Um, he, 
I, I, as Brandon Belt, I'm going to get in the best possible physical shape of my life. And it doesn't mean lifting weights. It means uh, stability. It means core. It means uh, stretching. It means being as limber as humanly possible and to make sure that my body can take the 162-game season because I think – He's he's just such he's going to be such a key guy for them this year, you know. He hit all of those home runs in half of a season. If he could even do seventy five percent of that of what he did, we're talking forty jacks in two thousand and twenty two over a full season. I mean, not not the same amount of at bats, but that's uh, that's what I that's what I say for Brandon Belt is just to get in amazing shape, maybe even lean out a little bit if if he needs to because he's a pretty big dude. And you remember the the injury uh, in in the game against the Angels, which really hampered him, seemingly just running, <laughs> like yeah. you know, like that. That's not a great way to get hurt is to run, considering you know you're we're not you're not really DHing very much in the National League at least yet. So, yeah. All right, who's next for you? So, so those. All right, I like those resolutions. All right, yeah. good job, Brandon. Um, my next giant uh, that I will be and we'll make resolutions for is Joey Bart. Mr. Bart as Mr. Joe. And that's a good picture of me. <laughs> fill in that beard. Serious. Yeah. Fill in that beard a little bit. It'll, it'll fill in as he gets older, but um, as Joey Bart, I will continue to use all fields as a hitter. I will not become a pool hitter. As soon as I become a dead pool power hitter, uh, it's going to, going to drop the average and I want to try to keep my average up, use all fields. Um, I learned that from watching one Buster Posey. Mm. I'm glad on his bat knob there, it says JB and doesn't say anything else. Any, <laughs> anytime you look at pictures now with the bat knob, you're always looking for something, right? Well, I'm, I'm glad it doesn't say something that starts with <laughs> yeah. a double F. Yeah. Any, any kind of Billy Ripken ruined that <laughs> years ago. Um, I will also be clear and concise with my signals and signs to my pitchers. I will be confident with that. I will not create another uh, Bart Cueto war. That will not happen again. Cueto is not here anymore, but I, I wish he was so I can, so I could uh, take this season to reconnect with him uh, and, and show what I'm all about. And most importantly, my resolution is Joey Bart, as I will never, ever try to be Buster Posey. I will stay within myself. I will be Joey Bart. I will be as Joey Bart as I can possibly be. And that's going to be, you know, try to be a 280 ish hitter, hit lots of bombs, and try to call a really good game and throw out lots of runners. You know, I have, I have some good luck with um, finding certain players and just going, you know, I'm just going to buy as many rookie cards or as many cards of this person as possible. I think I mentioned this last year. Like at some point last year, I just was like, oh, lot of 25 Logan Webb cards. I'm in. (laughs) And then he becomes like the the dominant starter that he was. That's a good purchase. Yeah. And then for the Warriors, before the season started, I bought some Jordan Poole cards and Jordan Poole has been really had a really good season. And so I, I think I may need to give Joey Bart the rub there. I think I'm going to go on eBay and, and, and purchase just a, a handful of Bart cards. But I need to look through some cards because my dad just sent me a bunch, and, and there might be some Bart in there. So Ooh. I'll have to do that first. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, so my next one is we're going to go with some late night. Late night Lamont, who was such a uh, – creator such a igniter somebody who was immediately a fan favorite i am going to resolve that i'm gonna hit left-handed pitching just a you know he can't get any worse is basically the point (laughs) hit 135 i hit i hit 135 yeah uh with a 200 on base (laughs) And a 189 slugging for a 389 OPS versus nice. left-handed pitching. 
So I resolve that I'm going to, in the offseason, while the lockout is happening, I'm going to work on that, not to become a fantastic guy hitting against left-handed pitching because that's hard. That's like not something you can sort of fix in a day, but just enough to where Kapler is not worried to start me against lefties if I'm hitting really well. If I'm on, if I'm on a roll, if I'm playing three games in a row against righties and just banging the ball all over the place, I want to give Kapler the confidence against a lefty that, you know, I'm not just going to go over three and strike out three times. And you got a pinch hit for me in the sixth inning. Like <laughs> that, that, I think that's so important for him. Um, and again, if this is not for, for late night to become somebody who plays every day, cause I don't, that's just not the way the giants work. Right. I just want him to be, a, be, be better, be to where you just, he's just not an off day. You know, that, that, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. And you know, the other thing for him is, uh, to stay that fan favorite, to stay that guy who can come in cold and 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 get a get a knock for you when you need it against a tough righty. Like there's there's value in that. And there was so much value in what he was able to do in the in the later innings for the Giants to create to to finish rallies, to create rallies and all that. Like like there's so much value in that kind of player. And uh, I would love to see him continue to be that guy. I think <clears throat> I think you might have just created one of the uh, next great buddy road trip movies with Belt <laughs> and late night Lamont hitting the road to Louisiana <laughs> to find a witch doctor in the swamps <laughs> to help both of them. <laughs> so I think you might I think you might do that. He's you like just done that. He's like left-handed pitching. How do I reverse this? You know, just the quiet late night Lamont and big personality belt driving the car. I mean, we got a great movie on our hands. I'd like this. Um, all right. My third and final giant that I will play tonight. As uh, you can see, all my acting chops are so fantastic. <laughs> um, I am coming in as Tyler Rogers now. Uh, I have some resolutions as the submarining Tyler Rogers. Number one, as you see in the picture right there, I will continue to wear white shoes because yes. that is a beautiful way to hide that ball when I'm yes. coming from, you know, a quarter inch off of the ground and flinging a white baseball at you hidden in my white shoes. When we were kids, they couldn't wear white shoes. No, God, no. They all had to wear the same shoes. I mean, when did that this, change? This was only like three years ago, two years ago that they finally, because remember Brian Wilson even got dinged for wearing orange yeah, shoes. Yeah. And so, coloring it in and everything. Yeah. So it wasn't even that long ago. So they, they started, you know, the no fun police finally said, oh, okay, you wear whatever shoes. The, the only time they would wear white shoes, as far as I can remember, was in the All-Star game because I remember like Doc Gooden wearing yeah. white shoes, pitching his one inning. That's where he hit his cocaine. <laughs> and then in the next <laughs> and that that's bad. And the <laughs> next thing, <laughs> my next resolution is to this is what I promised to do. Not change a damn thing about how I pitch. And I know the fans they freak out every time I come in because they go, this guy throws 60, 70 miles an hour. Big league pitchers are going to hit it out of the ballpark. Well, check this out. Let me read my stats to you. Okay. I was 23rd in the majors and all relievers with a .56 home run per nine. Okay. That's fantastic. I'm good. I keep the ball in the yard. Yes. You probably remember the one or two times I gave it up because I, it ends up either tying the ball game or giving up the lead because I'm a late inning pitcher and that's yeah. what happens. All right. I was also seventh in the majors with, of all relievers with a 1.44 walks per nine. I don't put people on base. Okay. I was also 27th in all of major league baseball of all relievers with an 81.2% left on base percentage. I come in, Kapler puts me in, Seventh, eighth, ninth inning. I don't care where I pitch. You want to put me in the first inning? Put me in the first inning. I don't care. If there's runners on base, I'm going to strand them. That's what I do. So I'm not going to change a damn thing. And I'm going to get hit. Just 
remember that I'm going to get hit, but they're not going to hit it hard. I'm not hater. I'm not Chapman. I'm not Devin Williams. I'm not Hendricks. I'm not 15 K's per nine. I'm like seven or eight K's per nine, but I'm also going to throw some wicked pitches and they're not going to hit power off of me. So those are my resolutions. I'm not changing and I'm still wearing my white shoes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) My last one here is the youngster. I resolve to work on fastball control. Duvall is right now a two-pitch pitcher and a young two-pitch pitcher. Yeah. Throws hard enough to where if he misses here and there, he can he he, he can get away with it a decent amount of time. Yeah. But he doesn't throw hard enough to where he can get away with it a lot because as far as we know, we, we got to see him only for you know the end of last year. The fastball doesn't move tremendously. It's 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 more straight than it is. It's not it's not a Lincecum 2007 fastball, right? Where <laughs> yeah. Lincecum's releasing it, and the batter literally has no idea where the thing's going and just swings anyways. He, this is a little bit straighter. So I think if I if I'm going to guess, the scouting report on Duvall is going to be. Eventually, he's going to throw a fastball that'll find a little bit of the plate and look for that pitch. So if I'm Duvall and I go, okay, that's your scouting report. Well, guess what? My control is going to be as impeccable as a young 21-year-old pitcher, however old he is, can, can be. Because the way for him to be a great late-innings guy is to make the slider the out pitch or the strikeout pitch and get ahead of the count. That's the way you can get the, you know, you can throw that slider out of the zone if you're ahead of the count constantly, but you can't get ahead of the count unless you have good fastball control and guys aren't tattooing your fastball all over the place. So that's literally the only thing I want from Duvall is for him to really have control of the fastball, to be able to get ahead with that pitch because my worry is that, I mean, you know, this is a this 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 is a movie, right? He's it, yeah. it, it's uh it's the wild thing in in uh you know Charlie Sheen's wild thing. It's all of a sudden you fall in love with this guy who had some success, and what happens? Well, well, maybe you kind of you don't you're not you're not as hard nosed and working as hard. I, that, that's what I hope is not going to happen for Duvall. I hope they have him. They're like, they're like, look, you don't have to be perfect here. We just want you to improve. We got guys. We got Mac Cheese. We got Tyler Rogers. If for whatever reason you can't get guys out, we got guys who are dependable who can close. But this is this is what I need from him. Is I need him to have really good fastball control so he can set up the slider as a strikeout pitch. And uh, because if he's if he doesn't have good control, I'm a little worried that he the fastball is going to get hit. Yeah. And what was the mantra after the Doval Bellinger at bat in Game Five of the NLDS? Throw a slider. Mm-hmm. It was fastball, 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 fastball. But I mean that that was the strategy because Bellinger was behind on everything the entire series, and if he threw him a slider there was a chance it was going to go out of the ballpark. So mm-hmm. I mean, they were just challenging with fastballs and hoping that he's going to be hunt behind. He's going to get lazy. He's going to pop something up or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that that's good. I like that because I think, I think Doval could be, he could be like a hater, like a Devin Williams, um, you know, Devin, well, Devin Williams is just breaking ball. God, but more like a hater, um, you, you know, and like a, uh, Kendricks. I mean, he can just be super nasty, um, but he's young. Like yeah. I said, he's young, so he's he still has the building blocks. And um, the Giants' pitching staff really didn't have a whole lot of time with him, and he was kind of thrown into the fire. You don't win a hundred game, hundred and seven games uh, usually, and uh, have to play until the last game of the season. Uh, but but that's what happened. So, so it was like, you're in the fire, here you go. So having a spring training and having some more 
low leverage games, I think, in the beginning of the season, I think that's going to help him quite a bit reach his resolutions. And, you know, the other thing is, is he has not pitched very many innings in his life. Right. And so you want to make sure that Rogers and Mac Cheese get some of those spots in the ninth inning, A, to make sure you don't overuse the young arm. Um, it, you, you know, the idea is, well, he should be fresh because he's the youngest one, but, but he, hasn't, he, he hasn't built up the, the long season yet in his young career. Right. Uh, Rogers and Mac Cheese also need continued experience in those late innings because they're going to be dependent on. So it's a nice little three reliever rotation there for, uh, for cap to, to, to figure out. And, you know, he did prove last year that he could figure out the bullpen. I know that was a a problem for him in his uh, previous stop, but I thought he did a really good job with it last year. Just the pitching staff in general, and he'll have some arms because, you know, that that's what baseball is these days is you just find the power arms and people got to throw 10 pitches and they're good. <laughs> like you're like, okay, yeah. where's the next one? So, and, and I really, I really, really hope, and we can t- talk about collective bargaining agreement some other time when we want to put people to sleep, but I really hope that somehow it's worked in where the whole relievers must face three batters rule is tossed out the window. <laughs> burned, drowned, stabbed, shot. It's the worst rule. I hate it. It takes so much strategy out of the game of baseball. Yes, you want to speed up the game? Find other places to speed up the game. Uh, take away commercials. No, they're not going to do that because it's money. <laughs> but but it's just it's the worst rule because you could have a great strategy in the ninth inning where you go, Tyler Rogers, Tyler Rogers, two batters, and then here comes Duvall. Yes. Or here comes Mac Cheese and just blows you away. I mean, that that's a great strategy. It's fun. It's interesting. It's nice to see. Maybe have less warm-ups between pitchers. Don't go to commercial break. Bring the guy in. He throws two pitches and you're ready to go. Um, you know yeah, the one that they that say way. has worked the best in the minors for this is the clock for in uh, yeah. in between uh, in between pitches. Actually, not not even in the in the major leagues, there is a clock, you know, in, in between innings. But in between pitches, they say that has actually sped up games a good amount in the minor leagues. So could we rush the pitcher and catcher along a little bit to, you know, does that take away some of the drama? Uh, you know, can Joe Buck get in his, you know, his little <laughs> spiel, his story about what's going on in the moment and what this means? Yeah. I, I, I'm okay with that. I think, you know, it yeah. doesn't take away the strategy like what you're saying, you know, that the, this Javier Lopez is like, thank God I'm not <laughs> pitching today. Right. Yeah. Cause right. he wouldn't have had a career. No, no, he would. Yeah. It would have been ball. What, what happened? <laughs> the clock ran out. Ball. What the clock ran out again. I mean, if you're, if you're an NFL quarterback, you're under duress, you have a 40 second clock to come up, call the play, get the playoff. And then you've got, you know, Aaron Donald in your face and you've got to make a throw. Are you saying that's going to be Jimmy G this weekend? I really hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Or Trey Lance, whoever you throw out there. I, I, I hope Donald performs against the Niners. Finally, Anyways, we're going to go on. Wait, wait. Okay. If the Niners do beat the Rams, do they rematch the following week in the first round? It's possible. The Rams could go anywhere this weekend from there. They've already clinched a spot. The the Rams could go anywhere from the second spot all the way to the fifth spot. There are possibilities for two, three, four, and five. They can't go six or seven, but they can go from two all the way down to five. Wow. But But if the Rams win, they win the West. And they lock up the two seed. It's kind of all in their hands to to figure out. So, but it's nice. It's our, if, of course, it's our teams playing. But that's good. I mean, there. it's it it's finally nice to have a Niners Rams final game of the season where they're both actually fighting for something instead yeah. of always one or the other. This is great because it could be like, oh yeah, all right, we won and with you know one point. Uh, Kicked a field goal with five seconds left. Oh, guess what? We're going to play again next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that, that could be a blast. It could be yeah. fun. So, be yeah, fun. I like that. I like that. Um, okay. So, uh, there are resolutions. 
we will be back next week. As you can tell by our time here, you know, we're under the hour mark. I think that may be a little bit more of the norm as we get closer to the season. Yeah. Dear God, I hope there is a spring training because yeah. it's going to be pretty rough on us if there well, is. Well, you know, if there's no spring training, I think uh, there might be some uh, MLS soccer going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell goes on in the spring. I, I only know baseball happens in the spring. That's all oh, I, I know. know. I don't I know. know anything else. So so this is what I, uh, what I want to do for this show. So I'll kind of give some folks a little bit of information as we close down here. My goal, as we created this show, just sort of, out of the pandemic, really, it was just mm-hmm. like, hey, like, let's figure out how to be creative in some way. And I finally was able to talk you into this after like five years. I was going to say it had been in the work. For five years. <laughs> it's just the pandemic made it happen because yeah. we were at home and the technology got better. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. hundred so percent. We couldn't do this on video no. five years ago in, in an easy way. In an easy way. Yeah. But my overall goal is a podcast feed with our show, with a Golden State Warriors podcast, with a Oakland A's podcast, with a, you can close your ears on this one, 49ers podcast, and have like this Bay Area podcast feed where you kind of go into this one feed and you get, Every team, right? The Raiders don't count anymore. They're in Las Vegas. <laughs> right. Or maybe if there's They're like in this, my state now. Right. Uh, but but like that, that's kind of my my dream is is to do it in that way. And not that I would be on all these shows. I'd have to find people who could would have the same passion as us and have the same chemistry and all that. So that is my overall goal. Now, the reason why I bring this up now is because I was talking earlier about trying to, you know, talking to people in kind of in the business and and figuring out. It is it is a goal to try and do this at some point this year if I can. And if we do, if we are successful at bringing on more podcasts, this feed would go from Thompson to Clark feed to a Bay Area podcast network or something like that. Bay, the Bay. My, my right now, the, the working title for me is The Bay. Um, so hopefully, if you are a Bay Area sports fan and not just a Giants fan, this feed could turn into something a little bit more, um, uh, a little bit more not good because it's should be good if you enjoy this podcast. But I think it's um, great. Just, just more, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just more shows, more, more yeah. coverage of, of the Bay Area. So that is my, that is my overall goal for I think 2022 is to create that. Now we'll see. I have a couple of, ideas out there i'm talking to one person in particular who's pretty interested and so maybe maybe it'll happen and if not then it just it just wasn't meant to be but anyways okay we're done with this show we will be back next week for brad i am double g we will see you when we see you peace out peace